listening to the local bar podcast with your host chad alexander come on in we have a lot of friends we want you to meet well hello there from beautiful downtown columbia south carolina looking right in the heart of rosewood this is the local bar I'm your host, Chad Alexander, and of all the places you can be, you decided to spend some time with us today. For that, we are incredibly grateful. How you doing? A little uh, quick thing on uh, Facebook Live, just for a second. Still testing out the cameras in the studio. We've got a couple of really cool things coming in the studio. Speaking of cool, we actually have air conditioning in here now. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before on the show. I have gone years without air conditioning in this studio. In the winter, it's great. I got this awesome heater. Heats this whole studio up. It's fantastic. In the summer, we usually sit in here sweating our butts off like you wouldn't believe. Uh, but we do have some things going. I am still working around with the cameras, uh, but wanted to throw this out. Uh, number one, just as a chance to to rebroadcast the uh, the show on camera and be able to test that out. But number two, number two, uh, my wife tells me she can't hear anything. Yeah. Let's try this. How about now? Did that work? That's that's the thing about this stuff. Whenever you, uh, whenever you get actual, um, actually go live with it, it sometimes works. It sometimes doesn't. Yeah, she says the camera's fuzzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, this this isn't going to be great. If you're if you're watching on Facebook Live and you can now actually hear us, this isn't where you want to go to listen to the show. I'm just trying something new, and I'm letting all of you see it. So, hello to everybody. Uh, thanks for coming and join the show. Uh, and for those of you on Facebook, just to throw this out there, the show can be found on iTunes, iHeart, Spotify. Whenever we get the Spotify problem, I still don't know what's going on with them. Uh, but you can find us. Uh, iHeart and iTunes. You can follow us uh, at our our page, Local Bar Media, uh, here on Facebook. You can also find us on our website, localbarmedia.com. Should have all of the um, everything up there. Uh, all the old shows. We are we are getting to the point now where we don't have all the old shows up there. Uh, it's a something's going on with. Um, Oh, Maria says still no sound. All right. Well, I'm going to cut that off because that's just ridiculous then. If I'm sitting here talking and there's no sound. Um, so, anyway, back to you people. The ones that come and download the show and listen to it the way you should. We are still trying. If you want to support the show and help us figure out how in the world to actually do live video here on in the studio, uh, you can help support us. Uh, Patreon.com slash local bar. That is where you can go. Support everything that we do over that way. We appreciate uh, any and all of you that go over there and pledge some money, uh, especially during times like now. It helps out all of your artists. Speaking of which, I wanted to say uh, I want to say a couple things off the top. I, the other night, if you uh, pay attention to the page, you'll see I went and spent some time with my my old buddy Don and my good buddy Ace uh, over at Ace's secret underground bunker where we uh, we did a live stream. Um, Don did, did did a live stream. Ace helped him do the live live stream, and I just kind of tagged along and screwed around. And um, it was really cool. I know a lot of people have been doing that now. If you haven't, jump on the internets and uh, go to Facebook or Google or somewhere and start typing in your favorite bands or bands you haven't heard from in a while. You'd be amazed at some of the people that are doing live streams. Now, that, that it's important for a couple of reasons. Um, number one, it's pretty cool to be able to watch like a favorite band of yours sit around and do something. I mean, hey, we're going to take requests for an hour. That, that's, that's pretty dang cool. Uh, the other thing is a lot of them are using it to raise money uh, for different things, for people that really need some help right now. And number two, if it's a local musician, uh, keep in mind, a lot of their gigs are canceled through the next two months. And for those who... Um, so this is their nine to five. That's what they do is they gig all the time or teach lessons. Uh, those kinds of interactive things aren't part of their life right now. And and they'll come back. I have full faith in that. We'll get to that here in a minute. But for now and you know, for the foreseeable future, things are probably going to be a little different. It'll just be strange. And so one of the things you can do is go and watch them. And if you uh, throw a tip in their, uh, in their jar whenever they play somewhere, go ahead and do that for them. 
uh, as well. Uh, if you don't throw tips in their jar, start doing it. Some of us, some of us have nine to fives. Other ones don't. So uh, please help them out. It's a it's a really cool thing. You know, it's one of the things we have to do is we really have to watch um, each other's back right now, and it's something that I really want to talk about uh, today. First off, though, I, I want to say something. I had a you know now that the camera's off. Hang on. Yes, yes, now. Now we're back with the mood lighting on back in the studio, just like I like it, nice and dark. Um, I want to I want to start off with something. It's kind of a, a public service announcement. I want to start the top of the show off with. I had a, uh, I had a debate about two weeks ago. Uh, Professor Michael Matthews up at Winthrop. Didn't didn't take kindly to something that I put up on my webpage, and I think what happened was it, it, at first I thought he just didn't get what I was saying, uh, and then I realized that no, he wasn't getting what he needed to, <laughs> and and it's we went back and forth. I think he thought we agreed to disagree. We don't. I, I disagree highly with him, and I, and I want to throw this out there because I want everyone to understand something. Um, I don't want to get into the the politics of all this, but about two weeks ago. There's a lot of crying for testing, and that is important, and testing is very important. And everybody, I saw a couple weeks ago, everybody likes to do this. Whenever something big's happening, they like to let the big, uh, that's the night attack way to say it. Um, uh, they like to, oh gosh, I don't know the the non-crass way to say this. Um, everybody likes to humble brag a little bit about who they are. Well, as a professor of health sciences for 10 years, as an epidemiologist, as a blah, 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 everybody's got their own thing they like to say. Not saying I'm knocking it, but everybody loves to say their title before they, they say anything. All right, here's mine. As um, a guy that talks into a microphone, as um, a dude that runs his mouth quite a bit, <laughs> as a guy who is a thinker, as a guy who looks at studies constantly, and has for 20 years. And as a guy that has worked with testing equipment over the past 20 years, I want to say something. And I want to reiterate what Dr. Matthews should have learned, um, what I was trying to get across to everybody else. It was no kind of political thing. I, I had a stance. I think somebody thought I took it as I was pro something that was going on. It's not at all. I saw somebody on Twitter put something up and it said, listen, if you think we're going to contain this thing, forget it. Containment's laws. Wash your hands. Don't do anything stupid. Do whatever you got to do. If you got, if all of a sudden you got symptoms, call the hospital. And uh, my my ex-aunt, who, who I love to death, uh, is a nurse as well. She's like, don't call the hospital. Go to it. And the reason I said call the hospital is I don't want to overload the hospitals. But yes, if you have problems breathing, go to the damn hospital. So I put that up there and I said, this person gets it. Well, Everybody went nuts. No testing is important. And throwing studies at me, testing even helps the spread not happen. And this is the thing about those articles that as a guy who has worked with actual human tests, yes, I'm opening up the kimono and just letting you see. All right, this is crass. I'm going to go with the original one. Here's the thing. Okay, here's what I was getting at. And this is something I, I want to maybe help guide if you've got some fear, hopefully, if you listen to this last show, you don't have panic over this. I, I want you to, I want you to pay attention. The example that Dr. Matthews gave was a perfect one. He said the test was very important because he sat around and talked to his elderly neighbors. Or he would have sat around and talked to his elderly neighbors that afternoon if he knew that he could. And because there's no testing, he wasn't able to do that. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the point. You see, here's here's a funny thing about testing. Number one, we, we just started some trials on this testing. So if you've gotten tested, I've got some news for you. If it's a positive, you, you probably have it. Uh, false positives are rare. They can happen, but they're rare. False negatives uh, are also extremely rare. We don't like them, but when it's a brand new test, we don't really know. And we just started clinical trials on these tests like, a, what, a week ago? Something like that is what I was reading. So we, we've got to be very careful. Again, I'm not saying testing is not important. Save your dang emails. I'm, I'm not saying that. My point is what Dr. Matthews said. Everybody said we needed to have this test. The test would help us from spreading it, and that's the problem. You see, here's the deal. Don't go talk to your elderly neighbors. Don't do it. Don't go anywhere if you don't have to. Don't go around people that could be high risk. Don't, don't do it. 
Don't do it. I'm not going to say pretend like you got it, but if you come around somebody, look at them and say, if I had it, should they get it? Because it might be kind of bad for them. And the other thing you should think is, if I'm a person that shouldn't be around people that have it, don't go where people are. And that was actually my point. Everybody thought I was being a little bit more lackadaisical with it, of saying, ah, do whatever you want to. No, what I was saying is, this idea that we're going to contain it is not going to happen. Looks like someone was right on that. But the other thing is, is to put so much faith in testing is is can be a nightmare. If you think you have it, yes, go get tested. If it's positive, great. They know what to do to help you out. And they can triage you and look at your symptoms in your in your family history. If you go and it's a negative, great. But we don't know about false negatives and false positives with this test. So if you get a negative, don't go act like, well, I, I don't have it, so let me go hug this baby. Let, let's let's not do that. Let's be smart. And again, uh, no offense to, to Dr. Matthews or anything, uh, but when you call me out too much on Facebook, you get called out on the show. Sorry. Uh, but no, it, it, it's, a, it's a good, healthy discussion for us to have. We need to be careful about it. I, I hope everybody's doing well. And it brings me to the next point on the show. Uh, welcome to the local bar if you've never seen us or heard us before. I know a lot of people are gathering uh, new podcasts and new media out there. This is a show that is dedicated towards talking to people who have very interesting and positive stories to share. Uh, last week I did a show. It was all me. It was about not panicking. If you find yourself panicking during this time, I can't do anything to make you less panicky, except I, I will say I saw some very, uh, some very good news about the death rate going down. Now, that's probably because we're actually get, having people actually go get tested and we're able to actually, now that we've started testing, figure out if people have it or not. And these numbers still have got to get fixed, but we're not seeing it increase. We're seeing it go down. So there, there, there's positive news out there. But still, be safe. Wash your hands. Don't go see your mom and dad right now, okay? Just just do this for me, all right? Debate it all you want. Um. But we, uh, I did a show about not panicking and why panic is, is something that keeps you from being able to make uh, the right decision a lot of times. Uh, if you're interested, go check that show out. If you're afraid that it'll make you freak out anymore, uh, don't listen to it. There's some really good ones uh, before it. You can find us. We've been around now since 2015, and we've had some great guests from all over the globe. And we've got a few more coming up over the next couple of weeks uh, to today that are outstanding. So, uh, one of the things in my lighthearted joking with Dr. Matthews, who actually did bring up some some pretty good points, um, and he shared something really cool with me over my direct message. Uh, one of the things we have to be very careful of right now is uh, we are all communicating in a different way. Now, we've all pretty much communicated over social media before, and we've seen the bathroom stall that Twitter is. All right. And then we see the stuff that comes on Facebook and, and everybody shares whatever they've seen. And sometimes that that's not the best way to go about getting your news okay um but now with us being quarantined or people working from home it's a little different now we have to communicate this way now we we have to if if you're new to working from home i will say uh phoning and texting your coworkers is great why don't you try this i heard this from kim commando today as i caught her show while i was running around doing a little bit and she was talking about using facetime facetime's on almost everything you got now use it something about being face to face with someone uh makes a big difference try that out if you start getting the the weird thing with the quarantine of course make sure you've changed out of your jammies and done your hair and all that kind of stuff um i think uh the other thing we've got to remember Someone was giving somebody some business the other day on one of my social medias, and they were saying that we we shouldn't be joking around so much. Uh, I, I do understand this is very serious. Uh, when it gets some people, they have very serious health risks. Some people have underlying issues they didn't know that they had. I, saw, I read a really neat article about um, people that have this. Uh, those of you that are doctors and, you know, the science people that go to school for this stuff, there's a – there's something that your body releases whenever uh, a virus or something comes in contact with you. And sometimes there are people, there's a rare few, that will overproduce that stuff. And it starts like attacking their own respiratory systems. That's something that goes along with part of the, the problems with this. Extremely interesting stuff. Uh, so, you know, you should be careful and wash your hands even if you are a healthy person. But um, with, with, all that, with all that being said and all that's true, uh, I, I got I to gotta be honest. I think 
there are two things that are going to help us through this. And one of them is humor. It is. Uh, humor is something that we really, really need to be okay with having right now. I know we've been attacking our stand-up comedians now for a couple months. Um, I know we've gotten uh, into this culture where we wake up offended to something every day. Uh, I, I would think and hope that as we are going through this, that maybe one of the side effects is we are a little bit more appreciative of a couple of things, and maybe one of them is the fact that the world can communicate, and maybe, maybe, maybe it needs to communicate a little bit better with itself. Maybe. The second thing that I think is important is going to get us through this, though, is what I talked to my next two guests about. These two young ladies are the stars of our family. Uh, you can find them on countless community theater stages throughout the city of Columbia, uh, many dance and song recitals at um, basketball, soccer games, gymnastics stuff. They tour around Columbia constantly. They are the stars of not only our other podcast, Welding a Family, but truthfully of this one too. Talking to both of my daughters today, Sterling and Bren, about something that I think is very important and uh, how one of them in particular is doing something that she hopes that maybe you can support her with or maybe you can start on your own. But uh, without further ado, here are these two little rascals, and I'll, I'll see you on the other side of the break. If I could fight like you, I'd be a champion I could hang my hat, darling, out in the hallway If I could fight like you, I could do anything And I could walk away like a machine Joining me today are two uh homeschooling giants this week because we are all shut in we have to uh i'm also part-time teacher now not as big of a part as maria is but our two students are joining me today i think they both got expelled no yes no 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 sterling and bren sterling and bren how are y'all we're good. How about We're you? Great. How are you? Good. So why are we stuck in a house together? Who can tell me? Bryn. <laughs> because the coronavirus is making some things, so we kind of have to be cautious, and they want us to stay inside so we're not more likely to get it. Right. That is correct. It's a very serious thing. It is a very serious thing. Yes. So um, can you catch coronavirus from drinking beer? No, no, no. Well, what is that virus you catch if you drink too much beer? Um, I don't know. It's you called didn't... the hangover flu. You didn't know that? It's called hangover flu. I never, never heard of that. Never really heard of that. Okay. Nope. So you don't get this from drinking Corona, but you do get it from being around people. So we have to kind of hunker in. Now, who who all is hunkering? I'm just curious what y'all know. Who all is hunkering down? Is it is it just those of us here in Rosewood and Shandon? No, um, no. my sisters are, and I think everybody is. What do you think, Bryn? I think it's a lot of people that are really cautious about it or, like, just everybody because they can't really – a lot of places are closing and the schools are closed, so you can't go to school. So I think you're kind of – a lot of people just staying at their house. So, uh, yeah, so do you think it's the whole country? Yes. Uh, what do you think? I think it's, like, almost everybody because – um. And all the schools are scared that the people at school might get it, so I think it's everybody. It is. It's it's all over the country and actually all over the world in a lot of ways. So we're we're all doing this kind of stuff. So uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Y'all go to school now. What 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 is this like? Not being in school, 
and having to be here now. Like, what, what do you what do you like about it? What do you not like about it? It's way better, and I like about it that um, you get to take a lot of breaks, which I do, and um. I think it's just way better, and at school you'll. So you like care. you like the breaks. That's your favorite part. Uh yeah. So uh, let me ask you a question, Sterling. Uh, mm-hmm. Between your mommy and I, who is the better teacher? I think Chad. Oh. Wow. Between Chad and Miss Tyson, who's the better teacher? Miss Tyson. That is junk. What about Chad and Miss Sweetland? Miss Sweetland. Oh, that's junk too. It kind of makes sense. Who's the better teacher between Miss Sweetland and Miss Tyson? Uh, I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> She's unsure. She loves both. So, Bryn, you have you've you've been able to keep up with a couple of your friends and yeah. stuff, but you yeah. uh, well, because you're different. So, you well, you've got a phone, but not all your friends have a phone, so it's not like you can really text a lot of them, right? Yeah. Well, they're using their parents' phone. If their parents is your mic on? Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. So they can use their parents' phones. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Well, keep, you, can keep, keep, you can keep talking. So they get to use their parents' go. phone if they are not at work, or they might use their grandparents' phone if their parents are at work, but they still might not use their own because not a lot of kids my age have their own phone. Right. I have my own phone. Yes, y'all both do. So you're able to keep up with some of your friends and stuff like that. Most of them. Uh, and then one of your art teachers did a live stream today for art uh-huh. class, right? Yes. What did you What did you make? So they did it. Yes, he did it yesterday too. He did. I did SpongeBob, Baby Yoda. Today I did Baby Yoda. Yesterday I did SpongeBob, and then I did. Let me think. Pikachu, and then I did Baby Yoda today. Well, that's kind of cool. And that's- a sloth from Zootopia. His name is, I don't remember. Um, I don't remember his name, but I know he's from Zootopia. And then I also painted, um, I did not paint, I drew a baby sloth. So ah. I did a lot of stuff. Gotcha. Well, that's kind of cool. So yes. you're able still to kind of communicate with school and do some cool stuff? Yeah. Ah, that's cool. Well, um. How long did both of y'all think we're going to be like this? Uh, for the rest of the month. What about you, Bernie? I kind of thought they would stay, like, we'd stay like this until we kind of realized a little more, until we learned a little more about the coronavirus and a little, like, when we realized as much as, like, we think we're safe enough to be out and about, like, having the coronavirus still around. You uh, like three weeks. What if we did this for the rest of our lives? I don't think that. You don't want to do that. Okay. Okay. I hate that. So, um, Brent, I want to talk to you real quick about something. So yes. you started something yesterday. So, so first of all, first of all, let's let's go back a little bit. I don't know if it's been talked about a, a lot on this show. Um, you and Sterling have done some stuff for for charities. Sterling yeah. has. Her whole life, her birthday, since it's near Christmas, she gets people to donate certain items. I think you did blankets one year. What did you do this past year? Um, dog food. Dog food. It's stuff for the animal shelter. And we take the, we, did, we, we did food the year before for the food pantry. Didn't we take a bunch? The three of us took a bunch of food. I think it was the cans of food. Canned food and stuff like yeah. that? Yeah. So Thanks. Sterling will do food drives and stuff. Y'all have tried to sell your artwork in the front yard for stuff. Bryn, you... You had a, a um, lemonade stand for Make a Wish for Make a Wish last year, and and it, just in front of your house. Yes. And how much money did you make for Make a Wish in one day? Five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Yeah. So <laughs> y'all have done a good job of of kind of taking care of things. Yeah. Bryn, you started something yesterday. T- tell yes. me a little bit about what exactly it is. So it's a ten day challenge for the like local businesses that can't really do much about the coronavirus and so we decided we're going to find ways to help them so yesterday we did mad platter the way we helped mad platter was since we could order the pottery online and get five paints online all we had to do is drive over and pick it up they bought a brush for us because not everyone would have a brush so 
we came back home and we painted. So today I did Henry's. The reason I chose Henry's is a couple reasons. One, their food is really good. Two, you can just call in and then you just can pick up the food. And three, Henry's youngest daughter, which is Audrey, is my best friend. That's right. So yeah. <laughs> so why why is it that you think that why is it that these uh, small businesses need help? What, what what's the reason behind that? Well, they can't really do much because I feel like most people would come in and now that they're closing it, but also because Henry's, one of the people that worked there, told me that they could only have 10 people working there or less. So it'd be a little harder for them. And then also, a lot of people don't want to go out because they're worried that they're going to catch the virus themselves. So I feel like a lot of people are going to just stay home and, like, cook food and not go out to eat because of the coronavirus kind of doing a couple things. They want to stay safe and not get the virus and stay home and just be cautious of what might happen if you do catch it. What, what, why, um, why'd you decide to do this? What, 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 like what, what, where'd you get the idea from? Well, me and my mom were talking about something we could do for the local businesses. Since the coronavirus is kind of making less people come. So my mom decided that we might be able to do something helping them. And I thought, well, what if we did like this 10-day thing where we help each business in different ways? So we're going to do something for 10 days and think about how we can help each business and keep them still able to like still be able to have a business with the coronavirus still going around. So Sterling, let me ask you a question. Who uh, who else do you think would be somebody that would need some help right now? Um, probably like the homeless people or um the people that don't really um have very much stuff or very much money. Um, and also people that um don't that people that don't get any stuff at their store or anything that. Or not a lot of people come to the store, like because um they and because so like they can get more money and so people can't like so people can get more money and not people just never get money for their store. That's true. What about what do y'all think about people that play music for a living? Yeah, that's gonna be hard for them because they will play music outside and. They might still do it, but I feel like a lot of people might not want to because they don't want to catch the coronavirus. Plus, not that many people are just going to walk along the streets because the coronavirus is serious right now because we don't really have a cure for it. So if you catch it, you kind of just have to kind of trust the doctors on what they tell you to how to, like, get rid of it a little quicker than just wait there for, like, That's right. So, you know, like, like... You know, I play in bands, but I have yeah. a job during the day. You know, there's some people that I play with even that their only job is playing music. And so where are they going to go if they can't play? So, you know, some of them have been doing live streams. Have you heard about this? No. So you can log on and watch like some of your favorite bands play for free because they're doing like free concerts for people. And we've got some that we'll promote here on the show that are coming up. Did you know, Sterling, that you can get an astronaut to read a book to you? No, I did not know that. So isn't that pretty cool? There are astronauts that are in space that are reading books to people right now. Whoa. In space? In space. Well, not to people in space. They're doing it on camera, and, and oh, it's it's okay. over the internet. It's coming I, back I, down. I, I, okay. I, I. So, yeah, there are, like, kids in space. Kids <laughs> in space. <laughs> you can go to space and watch somebody read a book. If you went to space, would you go to space to sit down to watch somebody read you a book? No, I'd only go there if I want to figure out stuff about the moon and other planets. I would get off the spaceship and I would dance on the moon. Do my <laughs> do my crazy dance. So this is not a video podcast. People can't see your crazy dance, but it was pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, y'all, uh, let me ask y'all a question about this. So, okay. Y'all, um, y'all are now doing school kind of at home, right? Yeah. It's not the most ideal situation. It's not the perfect situation, but it's not bad, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And all these people are kind of hurting, but we're talking about the ways that people are able to do music and stuff like this. What do you think about raising money the way that you have, Bryn? Because when you, even when you raised money for not not only this, but for the Make a Wish Foundation, you did promote it a little bit on Facebook and, and Instagram, yeah. and you used Venmo and stuff like that, which is one of the reasons why you're able to raise so much money. What do you think people can do out there that are like, man, I really just want to help. I don't know what I can do. But when you see things like the internet and stuff like that, what kind of things can they do to help out uh, people that need help this time? So maybe if you go to like Urban Cookhouse, but you don't really like the food, but you want to help them out, you can maybe buy one of their gift cards or you can go to a friend that wants the Urban Cookhouse and you can buy food for them so you can help out with the money so that would be pretty good and also if there's a way and you like the food or you like what they do and you can order it online or you can call to get it and just pick it up then you can do that yes that's true what do you um, think sterling um so if like not a lot of people go there and you still don't like their food and you don't really want to do it you should still do it even though you don't want to do it because like people don't really like their food so you should still do it if you don't really still want to do it that's pretty good i like those ideas yeah so um right now Brittany, you have you've done two things you've done the mad yes. platter which is uh, just for people that don't know. The Mad Platter is a really cool place. Uh, it's here in Columbia, South Carolina. It is a pottery place where people of any age can go and paint. And you can have like keepsakes or use them as gifts. You've always done that. Yeah, um, I never you, made something for myself. Yeah, you've always. Well, you need to make something for yourself sometime. Okay. And then you also chose Henry's. So Henry's is a great restaurant here in yes. Columbia. Locally owned and operated by a couple of y'all's friends. Yeah. Um, I'm just curious. What have you got... What other kind of places are you looking at? You've got a restaurant and a pottery place. What other places are you thinking about? So my mom was going to see if my Kim was still open to do my Kim because, well, there's a couple reasons. My mom loves it, and she thinks she'd love to help them out, too. Cause it's she what now? What's the name of it? My Kim. What is my Kim? It's like a clothing place where, like, you can get clothes, and my mom loves it. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I don't know that joint. That's okay. Me neither. Um, I've never heard of it. Where would you like to support, Sterling, if you could support a place? I would like to support, like, um, probably, like, um, Mad Platter, because, like, they've gave people so much to paint, and also, like, um, they've gave people, um, to paint there, they've gave people to do stuff, and actually use and keep the stuff that they paint there and not a lot of people like they don't keep the stuff that the people like make and they don't let them keep that stuff so um i would i'm just glad that they let you keep the stuff there so i would support bad platter what uh so what restaurant around here would y'all would y'all like to support who should people drop by and go and see if they're doing orders? I think they're doing orders. They might be doing orders on Saturday morning. Um, I'll give you a hint. It's a place where y'all have eaten a ton of cheese quesadillas. Urban? No. <laughs> oh, Cock and Bowl. Cock and Bowl. Yes. Yeah, not a lot of people go there. A lot of people go there. Yeah. No, not a lot. What yeah. are you talking like, about? Whenever we, me and my dad go there, uh, all four of us go, we see like... The place is, like, half full of people, like, inside and out. Usually when we're not there. What do you call full? What would be a lot of people? Uh, Probably, like, five or six people. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and you said. You don't think five them. or six people? Could? All right, so where? what crowded place would you like to? What crowded restaurant would you like to do? Chick-fil-A. Of course. That, that, right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, listen, first of all, um, I think it's a great idea, and I'm glad you're doing it, and I'm glad you're supporting people. Um, let me ask you something before we leave, uh, and before we get off this, that, you know, are, are, don't, don't, why do you touch stuff? You drive me crazy, man. All right. What, um, can you hear? Yes. Okay. Um, are y'all Are y'all worried about anything? Maybe a couple things. All right. So. 
I'm nervous about a couple businesses that, like, a lot of people like will go out of business because a lot of people aren't ordering there. And also, I'm worried that someone in my family or me myself will likely catch the coronavirus. What, what are you scared of, Sterling? Um, probably that, um, like, one of um, somebody's, like, favorite place or somebody's favorite thing or a lot of people's places might tear down and they might be very sad because, like, they barely got to go there when it was open. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of things. Hopefully, hopefully uh, we'll find some answers so people can open up their businesses again soon. Yes. And I, I think that I think I, I don't know. I, I, I you know, who knows? I, I'll be honest with you guys. We don't really know. But but I think with people helping out in the community like you guys are doing, yeah. we'll find more ways to support. You know, are we going to be able to, to do that for mm-hmm. everybody? Probably not. But we're going to try our best. Yeah. And then the part about getting sick, you know, the good thing is is that we're healthy folks. Yeah. And that while there's no cure, there is treatment for it. Yes, um, there and is as long a lot. as we do our part too in making sure we're staying clean and washing our hands and yes. and doing all this kind of jazz and not going to um uh, post Malone concerts right now and stuff like that because people are still going to those. Y'all don't think that joke's funny, do you? I it's, like Post Malone. I like him too. I just say okay, forget it. Mm-hmm. Um I think um I think that everything will be okay. But okay. I think what's more important, Brittany, is I do think it's very important that we watch out for our neighbors okay. and our other folks. And I'm okay. very, very glad that you guys are doing that. Thank you for being so sweet and doing all that you do. I have some really good stuff. Thank you all for sharing on the podcast today. You're welcome. You're welcome. Now do your homework and wash your hands. Oh, we already did that. And also, have a great day. Yes. Have a good day. Bye. Well, there's a world of shame in a sad man's eye Like a sunken ship, I hope to rise I got nothing to lose, so when I fall down I'm not gonna cry about it If I can fight like you, will be a champion I can hang my hat, darling, out in the hallway If I can fight like you And I can walk away And I can walk away like a machine Like a machine That was Don Merkel and the Blacksmiths with Fight Song. Uh, it, it, again, if you haven't checked out Don with a lot of the uh, solo stuff he's doing, uh, you need to. He had a video release after the live stream the other the other day that was just fascinating. It was uh, the Columbia Marionette Theater did uh, actually made a puppet of Don, and they, it's for his song Phantom Limb that I absolutely love. It is a it's a real good real good deal. Uh, go check it out on his YouTube channel, or uh, just go check him out on Facebook, and he's got links to all that stuff. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back to touring here and doing a, a couple things sometime soon. Uh, so yeah, you know, Bryn is uh, Bryn, Bryn's hit on something really cool to be able to go around and and take care of uh, folks and call attention to local businesses. And I think that's really sweet. And, and I like it because she's not just saying that she's going around doing it. Uh, she and her mom are making little, uh, basically commercials each day, putting it up on Facebook and, and sending it around. I, I've, I've put a couple of them up. I'll put one up on the, uh, the local bar page uh, to show everybody, but it's a really neat idea. And, and it really does uh, go a long way to helping each other out and it's not just saying I'm thinking about you. It's it's actually doing it. You know, I, I did I did a show a couple of years ago where everybody was really giving people a, a hard time for the thoughts and prayers stuff. Oh, thoughts and prayers don't do anything. And I was like, yeah, kind of yeah, lay up on that a little bit. That's just some way somebody's way of saying they're thinking about you. I know, I know, it's easy to attack the religious folks, and and we like to do that because we feel like they attack us. And I don't want to get started on that crap. I just do think we need to watch it a little bit more, but. At the same time, I see a lot of folks that sit there and say that uh, it doesn't do anything 
just sit there and say, well, just think about your uh, think about your local artist. Just think about the people you know around you. No, don't just think about them. Do something about it. Listen, a lot of people are going through a hard time right now. And if you're one of those people, then, you know, if there's somewhere where someone says we can help you, go there. Go do that. Let people know you need help. Now, now is not a time to be shy. We need, we're going into some uncharted waters here. As some folks are pulling back the sail and some people are grabbing the stern, make sure you're letting somebody know, hey, I don't feel good about this. I'm not quite sure about what's going to happen with me here. Put that pride aside and 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 let let people know. But at the same time, if you have the means, then help out some other folks. And, and, and even if you don't, maybe with time. Even if you don't get anything back from it, I've man, I've got a, I've got a funny story about that. I'm going to share one day that happened to me today. Um, but you know, there's there's stuff we can do. And, and one of the things that Bryn has done is, I, I love it, she's not only saying, hey, you really need to go, she is going to those places and taking a video and saying, this is how you can support them, this is what they have going on. Uh, and I'm really proud of her for wanting to do that. And, and I'm proud that both of my daughters have this idea of servitude about them, and um, I think it's really sweet. It's not just thinking about people, it's actually going out and doing it. And, and that's that's the other thing that I think we're, we're going to have to make sure we're doing. Um, it's really hard because a lot of times we want to make sure that we need to protect everything at home first. And I certainly understand that. Uh, it, it is something that we have to do. We, we have to watch out for our, our own and we, we need to make sure that we're okay. But at, at the same time, we need to make sure we're not taking too much for ourselves. And I'm not talking about toilet paper or stocking up on all the chicken from Publix that you know you're not going to eat. So there's no reason to do that because you're just going to be throwing it out here in a few weeks. Um, I think that one of the things we really need to do is to to remember that sometimes uh, when things happen that, that, that are hard for all of us, that we all aren't going to be able to just be comfortable uh, really until we're all comfortable again. Uh, it reminds me of when I and I've brought up some stories before this on the show. I and I lived uh, in in a part of South Carolina that was hit pretty hard when Hurricane Hugo came through, and I remember going for quite a while without power and and uh, I think I'm sure without water. I can't. Re- I, I was so young. It was 1988, 89. Um, but I do remember the community. And I remember how one of the things I saw, you know, and I was, I was uh, 11 years old, 12 years old when it hit. I remember when um, I would watch people uh, come out and their house was okay, but they were helping other people. And they continued to. And, and you got the tree off this person's house and they made sure that there, if there was something they needed, a tarp needed to go over their roof, you know, uh, busted windows, uh, flooding. We, we were all kind of helping each other out for that. And then I remember people bringing food over. And then I remember them uh, doing a little bit more. And then I remember this one guy whose house needed a lot of work, but he he was determined to help this old lady next door uh, out first. And, yeah, part of it was because she couldn't really help herself. But the other one was he was like, mine can wait for a second. I, I, I can deal with a little bit of a problem here. I, I don't think she can. And I remember hearing the conversations that adults were having. And I'm going to tell you one of the things that I learned through Hurricane Hugo was watching folks not care so much if they were okay. I mean, they, they were they were happy, they were healthy, they understood the basic necessities. Now let's get everybody else together. And then I remember as the neighborhood cleaned up, nobody felt comfortable until everybody was okay. I remember one of the conversations we had three weeks later. Hey, is, is everybody back up? Does everybody have power? Who, who doesn't? What's going on at this person's house? And that was kind of a it was kind of a, a a regular thing you would hear in the public vernacular. It was just a it was just a, this this new idea that I had never heard before that was kind of expressed to me because I had never been a part of something that was so chaotic as as a major storm that destroyed the whole cities of this state back before the internet and people knew about it. Um, it was a tragic time. It was it was awful. But I, I was still to this day, I look back on all the bright spots that I saw from, from Hugo. And, and I remember those. And I remember them before I remember the, the bad parts. I really do. 
And and I almost have to remind myself sometimes that that it was tragic. It was just it was it was terrible. But it was uh it was it was something that showed me a lot of good things about the the, the human experience. And 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 there's a lot that I've seen around town. Maria and I were going around the other day getting a couple of necessities from some places and we you know went to a couple of drive up joints to get something to eat and we uh you know just just a couple of errands but not really out and about that much and we we stopped at two or three places and and one of them was a place that is not known for having good customer service whatsoever and we both were taken aback by how how nice the people were and how appreciative they were now I'm not trying to say, well, it's good. They they need to understand to appreciate my business. That is the way it should be as I go around the city. No, I'm not trying to say that. But I think I think we've been so comfortable in this country, and, and we say that a lot, but in a lot of spots of the world, that we have forgotten that things are going to happen. And we're kind of we're kind of um we're kind of used to it being people doing things. I mean, no, we haven't had another, you know, incredible tragedy like 9-11, but we've had some things that have been awful. The mass shootings, especially, you know, the ones that things like concerts that have, that have driven people crazy, obviously schools. We've seen a couple of other things, but, but every now and then, every now and then, uh, nature reminds us who's king. Well before all of us and well after all of us, nature will still be here. And I think sometimes we forget that. Now, I don't think that's where we are. You're not going to see me holding up a sign saying the end is near. Although you got to give it to those guys because uh, those people that keep telling you that the end of the world is coming, one day they're going to be right. Just not today. I, I think things like this remind us, number one, that we need to be better prepared. Number two, uh, panic does not obviously help the situation. Uh, but but number three, uh, that there are some other side effects to this that we need to remember. We have had it so good. Uh, we need We need to make sure that we're not getting so bad with our neighbors that we... Uh, we're not taking care of them, and we're not watching out for them. We need to remember how lucky we are to have the people that are in our lives. We need to remember that sometimes things can happen that completely takes that away. And while every somebody every day has that lesson, it's, it's rare that we all have to get it at one time. It's sad. It's sad to hear you know, one of your daughters say she's worried about getting it. A lot of that is is due to panic. A lot of that is due to some you know fear that people are peddling because of what reason. But a lot of it's just because hey, you got to be prepared. You, you, you got to look at it that way. There's a part of you that's got to make sure that you're not you're you're not completely fooled by something. And so you have to think for a minute or two. Okay, what happens if I get this? And for a kid, and for a lot of our kids that see this, it's scary. But let's be honest. I've seen some older adults that are just as scared or even actually about three to four times more scared than what Bren is. And I, and I think that's something that it, as we're looking at this and we're seeing that the containment's not really there, but we need to flatten the curve and all the little new parts of our lingo that now we are all going to understand and want to uh, look for next time and make sure that we're doing our part. I think one of the things, I, at least I, one of the things I hope we're learning is that, that we need to help other people out, that we need to watch after each other, not just when a plague's going on, not just when a hurricane comes through either. There are, there are positive side effects that are going to come out of this. I, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one that I, and, 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 and challenge yourself to think this uh, sometime as you're just driving around in your car. The next flu season we have, will be the lightest flu season we've had in 10 years. You want to know why? 
because everybody's finally washing the damn hands. <laughs> People are actually using hand sanitizer now. Those wipes on the grocery store carts, oh, people are pulling those off and using them. Here's the thing. They've been there for quite a while. <laughs> Maybe they haven't been restocked. Maybe we haven't really paid attention to it. We will from now on. And and there are good things that are come out of this. Now we're out and we're not out of it yet. I'm I'm not trying to say that we are. And there's going to be some more time, and there's going to be some hurt, and there's going to be some economic loss. And there's a lot of that is still here. This is not a show about that. But it is a show that I'm going to tell you that when we come out of this on the other side, that I do believe, if we're smart, we're going to learn those lessons. We're going to remember that. You can tell the people that lived. Uh, anywhere within about an hour and a half of a coastal region in South Carolina when Hurricane Hugo come, came through. Because whenever any, anything bad happens, you will hear them start with this sentence, well, I remember when Hugo hit. <laughs> and it's almost like everybody that was here is like, yeah, yeah, I, I do too. And it's almost a reminder, hey, this can be bad, but you can get through it. And there can be positives that come through. I do want to ask that you support uh, your your local businesses. I do want to ask that you support um, your uh, your local artists. But I want to ask that you support your neighbors. I want to ask that you support your kids who maybe you haven't really talked to them about this and seen what they think about it. I want to ask that you support people that work uh, at your grocery store chains or anybody that works in any business. Because right now, everybody's trying to figure it out. Some of us are lucky. Some of us haven't been lucky before in the past. Some of us are trying to figure this out. But actually, all of us are trying to figure this out together. Don't forget that. Don't forget each other. Take some time to just check on the other person. But how about call them or FaceTime them? Don't go see your mom and dad. Give them a call. And wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, humor will help us out. Watching out for each other is going to help us out. Being people who live in the same community, which is what nature has reminded us everybody on this planet is. Remembering that community. That's what will get us through it. I truly believe that. I hope you do too. Or at least I hope you just wash your hands. Thanks for stopping by the bar. We've picked up your tab, but if you'd like to leave the best bartenders you know a tip, head over to patreon.com forward slash local bar and support the show. Any support is greatly appreciated. If you'd like to drop us a line, send your emails to chad at localbarmedia.com. Thanks for coming in. See you next week. Yes, we will see you next week. Some really great interviews coming up. Really good, positive, inspirational folks that are going to come on the show. Go check out our other shows if you want to binge some podcasts and reach out. Please send an email if you like. Until next week, take care. This podcast is part of a local bar media. For this and other shows, visit localbarmedia.com.